on ten slash party nine eight no we're not going to the moon or anything we're just we're just having a party at a movie theater (laughs) (laughs) a little less involved july 9th mark your calendar historic hall theater mike and john's annual yeah, I said it. It's annual. The, well, it's the first annual. <laughs> the first annual. It's the first annual. If it flops, we're not doing oh, this again. Yeah, well, then we'll forget the whole thing. We'll delete <laughs> it all It never happened. We don't know what you're talking about. Yes, the, the first <laughs> annual Mike and John Summer Splash Party 2022. No, it's not going to flop. No, no, no. It's not going to belly flop like into a pool. Heck no. No, we won't do that. It'll cannonball. Cannonball <laughs> coming. <laughs> yes, free movie. Free bling from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Of course, uh, Firehouse Doors also helping to sponsor. Our summer splash party, July 9th at the Howell Theater. The oh. first 100 people yeah. will get an exclusive, limited edition Mike and John summer splash party t-shirt. Oh. Supplies are limited. One for first, first, 100 first, first 100 people. One per person. The, you the, can't be hogging the, the t-shirt. theater seats 212. Right. I, I, you know, so 212 is the max. So first 100, get a free shirt. Everyone else, after that, you have a chance to win some of the bling from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Some uh, very nice prizes from them. And it's all free. Plus, we have a... Yeah, and it's all free, by the way. And we've got a couple of uh, uh, Gigo grab bags that we'll be also uh, giving away. The Gigo grab bags? Yeah, the Gigo grab bag. All right. Yeah. We'll be doing all that and more, of course. Seeing the movie Splash 2, January, uh, July 9th. No, no, just Splash. Not Splash 2. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't make a Splash 2. I think they? they did make no a Splash way. 2, didn't they? Was it about their kid? <laughs> he was a guppy. I, I, I <laughs> did they make a Splash 2? I, I feel like Murphy. with Hollywood. A baby movie. Yeah, they did. Oh, uh, no. Splash 2, as in T O O. Splash 2. Two. Get it? Yeah. Wink, a wink. double splash. Uh, 1988, made for television sequel. Um, when they, when it goes to made to TV, nah, yeah. not going to be good. It was probably it, a Warner it, it stars Todd Waring. Well, Ooh. you know Todd Waring. Uh, and Amy Yazbeck. Uh, Amy yeah. Yazbeck. She was uh, married to John Ritter, right? I think. And I think she was on uh, Wings. I think you're right. Look at that. Lots of knowledge in there. Bam! Yeah. Bella. Amy Yazbeck. Yeah. Yeah? Was uh, I right? Uh, yes, married to John Ritter. Was she in Wings? No. No? No, I don't think she so. She wasn't on Wings? Wasn't she on Wings? I don't know. I thought okay. she was on Wings. We've really taken a deep on, dive here. Deep. We were supposed to talk about our summer splash party. <laughs> now we're looking at one of the people that started Splash 2, the made-for-TV movie. That isn't any part of it. We're not showing Splash 2. <laughs> we couldn't get the rights. I mean, we didn't want them. I suppose we could, but we're not going to. <laughs> we're not going to make no, a statement. We're not going to do that. No. All right, so that's all coming up yes. July 9th. Mark your calendar. It's time for Giggle News, brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. The former mayor 
Sheriff Howell, who is seeking a seat on the Livingston County Board of Commissioners, is questioning what he calls hand-wringing by the board over just who will be the new head of the county's health department. <laughs> I'm wringing my hands. I see that. that. I see that. Wringing my hands. Nick Proctor, who is seeking to win the Republican nomination for the 5th District on the county board, said a proposal to pay for a national search when a qualified replacement's already in-house is beyond perplexing. Current Director Diane McCormick is set to retire July 1st. She has recommended her deputy, Matt Bolang, to fill the position. Despite that recommendation and the support of Bolang by both Livingston County Sheriff Mike Murphy and Drain Commissioner Brian Jonkier, Board Chairman Wes Nakagiri emphasized at a recent meeting that board should conduct what he called an exhaustive search for a replacement. That was a proposal supported by Commissioners Brenda Plank and Jay Drick. Drick is also seeking the 5th District GOP nomination. Proctor says to expend funds for a national search when there's a qualified internal candidate is foolish and antithetical to fiscal conservatism and only serves to demoralize staff. Proctor added that external searches should be rare and reasons clearly articulated to justify any expenditures. A Livingston County woman is one of four recent alumni of Kalamazoo College to receive a prestigious scholarship to study abroad. Rebecca Chan, who grew up in the Brighton area, has been chosen to take part in the Fulbright U.S. Student Program. Described as one of the highest honors the federal government provides in regard to scholarship and international exchange, selectees are chosen for their academic merit and leadership potential. Chan, a theater arts major at Kalamazoo College, finished her degree requirements earlier this year, allowing her to study abroad in France. As a Fulbright scholar, she'll visit Taiwan, where she'll to better understand Taiwan's complex history of colonization by various European and Asian nations. Since its inception in 1946, the Fulbright scholarships have provided more than 380,000 participants with opportunities to exchange ideas and contribute to solutions to shared international concerns. And one of Howell's original melon farmers will be honored during the 62nd Man uh, Melon Festival in August. Gerald Knight was named Tuesday as the Grand Marshal for this year's Howell Melon Festival Parade. Gerald's father, Stanley Knight, began growing the melons on his farm in the 1920s. The Howell Melon Festival was founded in 1960 by Dr. Lewis Pat May, a local physician and melon grower. Last year's festival had to be scaled back after a controversy erupted over a scheduled drag queen bingo fundraiser. City officials and organizers doubled down on efforts to return the event to its traditional roots this year, including bringing back the popular Melon Festival Parade. The Howell Melon Festival is set to run August 10th through the 14th. And that's what's going on. There was some problem with the drag queen. I don't know thing what last I year. Know. I didn't I hear about that. I heard something about it, and I'm uh, you know not quite huh. sure what yeah. happened. I thought that was you just know. rumors. That was just yeah, designed yeah. fake stories and made up stuff. I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton, Brighton's preeminent jewelry store with a commitment to customer service, community involvement, honesty, professionalism, and of course, exquisite merchandise. Stop by and see them today. Mark and Barb Binkley pride themselves on offering something special for everybody. Getting engaged this summer? I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, if I was, it'd be news to my wife and to me. <laughs> so Nobody else will take yeah. you. They, they recognize that customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business, offering a unique mix of exceptional quality jewelry, value all in a warm, engaging environment. So if you're looking for something special, one-of-a-kind piece, they can create that. They also have offerings from Simon G. and Zagani. Yeah. 
Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Check out their Facebook page. They always have stories on there of, of uh, different folks who, uh, you know, were engagements, engagements and, and, and cool places like that and surprises. And they're, uh, you, if you read the stories, uh, you know, the, the prospective groom is always uh, able to consult with Barb and her staff and sort of figure out, you know. I wish they were, uh, I wish I knew them when I did my proposal. Damn right. It was, I mean, it you know, was sloppy. Uh, I'll take that one shiny. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So how did you propose? Yeah. I, uh, we went to Put-In Bay. I bet you yeah. did. <laughs> hey, now. Classy. We're, we're going to Toledo, honey. Here's the thing. And I had the ring in a, you know, box, okay? And it was summer, so it's so I'm just wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and we're going. And I, Is so that a ring in your pocket? I, exactly. I'm trying to hide this thing. I'm like, oh, she's going to see this yeah. bulge in my pocket. What's going on? <laughs> he really likes me. <laughs> so I'm trying to hide it the whole time. Well, at least yeah. you had a ring. Yeah. I didn't have a ring. Oh, I really? just proposed okay. without ring. I, I, I didn't want to take the risk in case it was a no. <laughs> wow. You romantic you. <laughs> More on that later. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I'll also get the yeah. answer to today's, uh, last night's trivia question, yeah. which uh, some pretty interesting answers, and somebody did nail it down for the $58 gift certificate right. from Murphy's Family Auto. Uh, the study uh, studies found women are ten times more likely than men to treat themselves to one of these. We want to know what it is, so we'll get to that in uh, in just a few minutes. Right now, we said we were going to be talking with uh, Molly Cunningham, who is uh, the professional mermaid. Yes. Today, of course, talking about our summer splash. Did you lie? I did not lie. I do what I always do, which is I screwed up. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we're talking to Molly tomorrow. That'll be Thursday. Okay. We'll be talking to Molly on Thursday's it's podcast. It's Mermaid Thursday. So we're just extending that a little bit. But that's okay, okay. because in the meantime, uh, we uh, had a chance to connect with uh, Patricia Maher, who is the administrator at the Hamburg Township Historical Museum. Did you know that Hamburg had a uh, historical museum? I did know that. I didn't know that. Where's yeah. that? Is it by the Hamburg pub? It's in Hamburg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good place for it, because if it were in Mason, it wouldn't. Yes. Good morning. Is this Patricia? Patricia. Hi there. Hi, it's Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Good. You have some events coming up for the Hamburg Township Historical Museum. Now, many may not have known that Hamburg has a historical museum. So tell us a little about that first. Sure. Well, the museum's been around since 2006. Excuse me, but uh, our building's been around for over 150 years. <laughs> so the the building itself yeah. is pretty much a museum. That would make sense. <laughs> not not yeah. something brand new. So in the museum, it's on Stone Street, correct? Right. We're right. In, we're in the old village of Hamburg, right off Hamburg Road. So tell us about the building. It's 150 years old. What what was it previously? Originally, it was a church. And then it became the township offices and the township library. And then we moved it. Okay, so it's got a storied history yeah. uh, in the township, which is very appropriate for the historical museum. Mm-hmm. And as Mike said, you've got uh, several events that are coming up. Looks like it's going to be a busy summer there. It is. We've uh, and the first one is coming very soon. We've got our first history day camp. It's called Camp Looking Back, and that'll be held on July, uh, excuse me, fourteenth and fifteenth. Um, and we're just you know trying to reach out to the young population and introduce them to the history of, of the township, starting with one day focusing on Native American children that lived in the area, and the next day focusing on the early settlers that came in the 1830s and how their lives were different or similar uh, to, the, to the Native American kids. And this is for seven to nine-year-olds, correct? It is. 
and that's July 14th and the 15th. And I, I know as a parent myself of kids out for the summer months, you are desperate to find something for your kids to do. And this sounds like a, a really awesome opportunity. Oh, it's going to be great fun. We're doing a lot of uh, great crafts and teaching them things like grinding corn, you know, to make cornmeal and making their own butter and washing clothes with a washboard and and uh, all kinds of things that, uh, you know, kids don't do today. No, <laughs> they're going to look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I can just go to the microwave but, and make my food. But you know what? If we, if we as... We're going to work them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and that's good. And parents want to hear that. See, the thing is, is if we as parents said, hey, let's make cornmeal, our kids would be like, no. And if we said, hey, let's use a washboard, they'd be like, oh, I'm not What's a washboard? Now, you take them to a camp setting, and you have somebody, they're like, ooh, a washboard. This is exciting. Uh, First, you, have to, you hold up the washboard, and you say, can anybody tell me what this is? <laughs> but that's the idea, though, is to sort of take it out of uh, out of their normal situation and put them in a, in a fun place, an historical place, so that they're having fun and that they're learning at the same time. Yes. That's it, exactly. So for folks who maybe want to sign their kids up for that, uh, those details, where would they would they find them on the on the uh, township's web, I mean on the uh, museum's website? Well, we're registering people through Eventbrite. Okay, okay. Uh, dot com. And um, uh, we also have a Facebook page, so there are details on that. All right, so probably Facebook would be the easiest way. Just go to your Facebook page, and they can look it up and, and find out more about the camp. And, again, that's coming up July 14th and the 15th, and that's for 7- to 9-year-olds. Uh, then coming up for a couple of Saturdays after that. The rum and sale, yeah. right? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, probably the main thing we're known for. People are so generous in giving us uh, donated items that we then are able to turn around and, and you know, put out on tables and, and people come and have a great day. And this year we're doing it two days, so even better. And that's going to be July 23rd, Saturday, and then the following Saturday, the 30th. And how, how, how are collections going so far as far as items that have been donated? <laughs> well, it's one of those things where every day I go to the museum and there's a pile of stuff outside. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any, any rare finds, you know, you're looking at that going, hey, this could be in the museum. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have had that occur, and yeah. I don't put those things out. <laughs> yeah, it was just, yeah, that's an interesting you know, you point. Have, have people, I mean, has there been something where you've said, I, you know, actually, this is something that could go in the collection? Yes. There it is. Wow, that, that's awesome. And then there's stuff that you think, this can go in the dumpster. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, kind of yeah. But it's the I stuff in between. We have to curate the, yeah. the right. stuff that we get the door. It's the Make stuff sure. in between the stuff that goes in the museum and the stuff that goes in the dumpster. Right. That's the rummage sale item, stuff that people will find interesting and raise money for the museum. It's our, our big fundraiser, and uh, like I said, the public's been very generous over the years. I think we've done it every year the museum's been open. Um, so we're, you know, excited to have people come and see us, locate us, for one thing, but uh, also uh, enjoy some a day of shopping. Uh, yeah, you never know. You might find that rare thing that you were looking for a few years ago that's no longer available, and somebody's donated it to a, a situation like this, so... Uh, again, that's the 23rd and the 30th in July, and then uh, mm -hmm. then we're celebrating women. Yes, uh, we've had a, a, a new exhibit open for a couple of months, and uh, you know we've had a lot of. Uh, there's been a lot of attention paid to the the history of men in the township. We have had a governor come from the township, and, and a lieutenant governor, and a uh, army general. Uh, you know, just uh, a lot of uh, accomplished men. And I felt like it was time to do something about the accomplished women. So um, we have an exhibit called "Making Her Story," 
uh, the famous females of Hamburg Township. And uh, we focus on eight women who did did something to advance not just you know their own interests but advance the township and the in the. Um, we have a, a person who founded the library. We have a woman who was an environmentalist who, uh, whose work at Orr Lake about algae blooms uh, really helped to serve the states in uh, setting up some of the legislature we have or le- legislation we have about water quality. Uh, we have business women like the woman who founded the hotel in town and in 1901 and. And it's just been a, a, a wide variety of women I've enjoyed meeting, and I, you know, hope people will come out and and read about them and learn what they did to uh, to make this township a better place. And that runs through December. It does. Right, and there's and folks. Those eight different women, uh, and some of whom you just you know mentioned. Um, and the research that went into that. I mean, did you did you did you personally do the research, or how did you decide that these were the eight women that you were going to highlight? Well, I've been here for a couple of years, and I've, you know, gotten hints of, of these women in their lives and, and seen some artifacts that we've had um, and just thought, well, you know, we've got to do something to collectively honor honor these these women. Um, but, yeah, I did the research and the, and the writing, and uh, it's we have a changing exhibit every year. This is the one for this year. Um, so we're just so excited to share it. We've, we've also got some stuff for kids where they can make a little medallion that says, I'm a future famous female. And uh, we, we also talk about Rosie the Riveters because we had those in the township. Um, so there's a, you know, kind of a selfie cutout. There you, <laughs> you go. Can, you can wear, get your picture taken. Oh, very cool. All right, yeah. So lots to see. And now, you know, uh, you said this uh, this type of exhibit, that changes every year. What are you looking at for uh, for next year? Because I, I would imagine a lot of planning goes into this and research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, sometimes we want to do something that's, the you know, is kind of more more on the uh, did you know right, <laughs> uh, right. front. And the next one will be about uh, tragedies and triumphs in the township. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I mean, that sort of it's a little sensational, but <laughs> that's uh, often what people are drawn to. Well, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is true, but it is interesting, <clears throat> and it is history, and that's what you guys specialize in. Uh, let us know when you do the famous podcasters uh, exhibit. <laughs> that, that could be the um, tragedy. Thing. Yeah, that's the tragedy. <laughs> you know, we'll be right, here's right the Mike and John there. Wing. We'll be right there with Eric Reichenbach <laughs> in the Survivor <laughs> episode. Okay. Those girls. Oh, those girls. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, Patricia, uh, just generally, the museum, I think it's kind of a hidden gem there. Uh, you know, I know that what you guys do is uh, it's uh, very thoroughly researched. It's not just, uh, you know, it's not just a building with old stuff in it. Uh, right. you've, you've got, you know, some curated items there and obviously you put a lot of uh, time and effort into these exhibits and really thoughtful research uh, and scholarship and uh, and so what's the what's the future of the museum look like well we've we're kind of in a, a transition period where we're moving away from exhibits that are kind of quiet <laughs> and static and yeah. and uh, in moving toward things that that engage people more, especially kids, and uh, tell the story of the township, really focus just on the township. Um, so we're, we've got a exhibit plan, we've got a diagram, a plan uh, drawn out that people can see when they come to the museum and, and see where we're going with it. And um, it was all based on a survey that we did of, of township uh, residents of what they were interested in. Right. And uh, so we're going to have like 13 themes. It'll, it'll really be 
um, I think a very uh, unusual thing to do for for such a small museum, but I think it's so important yeah. because the history is just as important here as it is in a big city. Right. Well, no, and, absolutely. And, you know, more of the hands-on and interactive is uh, is you know for a long time coming. It's been uh, something that uh, has been needed. So you know, just going if 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 you're just going to read something, you're just going to the library. So this will be a lot a uh, lot more interesting for kids to get into, especially now that they have you know so many electronic devices and other sources of information. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, and then, uh, and I'm sure you guys are always in need of, say, donations or volunteers. I'm assuming um, we are. We um, we do have a, a volunteer core, and we're always looking to build that, um, especially as we, you know, engage in, in more events that, that are public facing. Um, so, yep, volunteers we <laughs> always wanted, um, and donations certainly uh, that that helps us too in every way. All right, and again, uh, we'll just d- direct people to Facebook and just search out the Hamburg Township Historical Museum. And, uh, yeah, probably we're open from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Wednesdays and Saturdays, as well as on special event dates. All right, All right. very good. Well, uh, Patricia Maher, Administrator for the Hamburg Township Historical Museum. Uh, again, sounds like a busy summer, lots going on between uh, the day camp coming up, the rummage sale, and then the Making Herstory exhibit, which is going on through December. Uh, we hope people will come and check it out. Thanks. I appreciate right. the, uh, helping me trumpet that a bit. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Patricia. We appreciate it. Okay. All right. Have a good day. All right, you too. The same. All right. Uh, we've, got, uh, we've got our answer for today's uh, trivia question. We'll get to that in uh, just a couple minutes. I want to thank our friends at uh, Firehouse Doors. Of course, they are looking for good people. They've been so busy, they need more help. They do need Full help. Full-time You know, employment. just it's funny because just yesterday uh, uh, I was at uh, Meyer. And uh, I heard they have Jif. <laughs> oh, I should have. A lot you. of people told me. Did you get Jif? I, I got Jif. Oh, you, you're they don't have the kind of, They don't have the kind I want. Because you, 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 you were, you were, you were, you were Jif Jones. No, well, I, I have, yeah. I have a little stockade. Oh, <laughs> no, I did. Oh. No, it's just I had bought This different. is why everybody's out of Jif. <laughs> Your whole garage is closed. Your garage door is just, hey, all I see is Jif uh, I'll be in a parking lot. Hey, bud, you want to buy some Jif? No. Two so. jars, all right? Two but, jars is all I have. Okay. They just have the size of an oil barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. All right, so you were at Meyer. I was just saying, Thinking you know, of firehouse you hear, doors. Uh, and you were, oh, no one wants to work anymore. Yeah. And I, I you know, I hear that and I was just like, well, that's not. Well, I don't want to work anymore. You know, I mean, no one really wants to work. Yeah, I mean, sure. I want to work. If I can kick back, that'd be, you know. Yeah. Uh, people want to work, but they want to work for a good company. They want to work for a living wage, all right? Firehouse Doors provides both. It is an up-and-coming, well-regarded small business in Livingston County. I shouldn't even say up-and-coming. They've been here for 24 years uh, serving residents in Livingston County, and they're looking for a mechanically uh, aptitude, you know, good uh, mechanical aptitude person uh, to work full-time. The starting pay, starting pay is $20 an hour, and there is room for rapid advancement. So Firehouse Doors, really a great place to work, and, of course, it's veteran-owned. Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. If you'd like to be a part of their team, you can email them firehousedoor at yahoo.com or text or call 810-599-7480. And I do believe 
Today is Wednesday. It is Wednesday the 29th, so that means we have to do a drawing. We do have to do a it's drawing. It's drawing day for the TPC. <laughs> and what does that include, this uh, drawing? Well, let me tell you, of course, uh, we're giving away a free preventative maintenance package for your garage door and opener, including a 12-point inspection for up to two garage doors and openers. Plus, whoever's name we draw out right now, they get the TPC car. That's 10% on all future garage door needs for life. I sentence you to a life of 10% of savings. <laughs> I'm Judge Dredd. Judge Wapner. <laughs> Wapner. Got to watch Wapner. Um, all right, what do we got? Who's our winner? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is for building suspense. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Who, who is it? Beverly Neal. All right. Congratulations, Beverly Neal. All right, Beverly Neal, congratulations. You've got the TPC card. And the preventative yeah. maintenance inspection. That's right, you do. That's the PMI. <laughs> Enough with the acronyms. I cannot keep up. <laughs> we need an index around here. To... <laughs> All right. So, congratulations, yeah, Beverly. Absolutely. All right. Thanks to our friends at Firehouse Doors. And, of course, uh, give them a call today, 810-599-7480. Hold on. Holding on. Where's the uh, the envelope? What envelope? Oh. oh. The em there it is. Oh, yeah. Got that right there. It's the official... Yeah. Murphy's Family Auto envelope. <laughs> it's a very with a cross out. It's very John's name. Very on it. Uh, classy. I yes. didn't. Know, I didn't know that was going to be making a camera appearance. I might have gussied it up a little. Bit. Could have, could have, we got to gussy up that envelope now. It's a big night. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Just like the Oscars when they bring out the envelope. <laughs> Fifty dollar gift certificate. Yeah. To Murphy's Family Auto. That's right. You can use it for whatever you want. You want to, you know, oil change, put it towards a repair, whatever you want. It's up to you. The question. Yes, the question. Studies that. found women are 10 times more likely than men to treat themselves to one of these. What was the first thing that came to your mind? Um, and when I said treat yourselves, it's, yeah. it's kind of, it's not something, it, it wouldn't be an everyday thing. Treat would, yourself. I, it's like, or give themselves, a, a yeah. self-gift, if you will. Some of the guesses, which were pretty popular, were massage. Sure. We talked about neck massagers yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. <laughs> I was trying to make it more. Right? A bubble bath. We talked about bubble we, baths we, yesterday. We did too. talk about bubble baths yesterday. <laughs> a day off. Well, yeah. I don't know. That that's kind of universal, but maybe yeah. women. You know, a day of shopping, a gossip magazine, or a tabloid. You know, when's the last time? I don't. You know, we make fun of those, but they are kind of fun to read. <laughs> Yeah, you while know. you're in line. Well, yeah. <laughs> get, this, get this rag out of here. I'm done. You don't want to be seen by a net thing. A tattoo. Yeah. Said uh, Pamela. A specialty coffee drink. Ooh, yes. A latte. A, a, a frappuccino with half calf, decaf with foam, light cream, an Italian Super suds. sweet cream, sugar free. Jeff said a nap. Mm. Pedicures, that, that came to mind. A, a Manny Petty. Sure. Although we know some guys that might do that. They're not sitting here. Right. Uh, vacation or getaway. New clothing. Waxing body parts. That's a treat. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's being treated, though? Is it the woman that's being treated? Uh, <laughs> a hot fudge cream puff. Right on. Uh, no, <laughs> that's a great guess. Yeah. Now I want one. That's true. However, our winner yes. with the correct answer, Brandon Poyer. 
Okay. Congratulations, All right, Brandon. Afraid. Brandon usually has some interesting <laughs> answers, so I'm a little afraid here. What did Brandon say? He said a psychic reading. Oh. And that is correct. Okay. Women are ten times more likely sure. to purchase a psychic reading than a guy. Do they still have those psychic networks that are the phone? I'm sure thing? they do. Uh, Madam Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't yeah, um, was a blast from the 1990s. Uh, wasn't uh, Madam Dion was Warwick? The, yeah, Dion Warwick. Yeah, Didn't she, she do that? I think too? she did the ads for him or yeah, something. But right. uh, yeah, uh, a psychic reading. Okay. So now you could probably just have your Alexa do that for you. Right. You know, Alexa, I need a psychic reading. <laughs> All right. So congratulations to Brandon, uh, winner of a fifty dollars gift certificate yes. to Murphy's Family Auto. All right. Today is uh, the 29th of June. Our two cent history lesson, which was almost forgotten, almost didn't happen. But our sources made it happen. <laughs> our research team put oh, it yeah, together. Yeah, did. You can see them working in the back. We're not going to. No, we can't we deprive could you of not let that not happen. For today is International Mud Day. Get down and get dirty. It's Mud Day. It's Camera Day. We celebrate the pictures, actual pictures, that you take with a camera. Oh. I Not that are on your phone. I thought you said ga Gamera Day. No, no, Camera Day. The flying turtle that, you know. Do you remember Gamera? No. <laughs> part of the Godzilla thing. Was oh, it was part of the Godzilla thing. flames that came out of where the... Here was me whenever Godzilla came on. I went up to the TV and... Oh, man, how could you turn <laughs> Godzilla off? I'm not a Godzilla fan. Okay. Anyway. I don't even think the song's that great. Uh, Godzilla. <laughs> it's also Waffle Iron Day. Hmm. If you know somebody with a clean waffle iron... They've who, never used it. <laughs> who? Yeah, the waffle iron. But here's in the this great waffle iron. Who? This is the thing. Um, yeah. Who uses waffle irons anymore? Well, this is me making waffles. Do do do. Or pop them in the toaster. That's waffles. That, that's waffles. I mean, I don't. Out. I can't remember the last um, time I actually mixed up batter. As a matter of fact, I can't remember. I worked at a restaurant. <laughs> I used to make them when the kids were little, and we'd have uh, brunch or something. I mean, there's like no doubt they taste but, the homemade ones. Yeah, they're, they're good. They, they way taste better. There's no then doubt. Then you about get the the batter all burnt right. on the. And well, but then but those are some. then you can those are kind of little fun crispies. <laughs> those are little treats for <laughs> the <laughs> chef. <laughs> Have your little dipping you know, cup of syrup. We should, we should market those. <laughs> waffle, 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 waffle crisps. Chips, yeah. Waffle chips. Yeah. Get your Mike and John's waffle chips. You know what? Maybe we should make waffles one day on the podcast. Do you have a waffle iron? I do, yeah. I I think we should. Let's make waffles. All right. I gotta write that down. Write that down, And then we gotta make the batter. Okay. All right. Uh, 1925 on this day. Marvin Pipkin. Marvin? Marvin Pipkin. Filed for a patent for something we all need. The frosted light bulb. Huh. We don't want it too bright. That's true. Put a little frost on it. <laughs> the new Roncove mug, mug Froster. <laughs> the frosted light bulb. 1925. 1953, the Federal Highway Act authorized construction of 42,500 miles of freeway from mm. coast to coast. I think you got barrels now. Well, back then, 1953. Gee, that was back when everything the, was in black and white. The, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> the world was in black and white. Before I was born, everything was in black and white. Yeah. Um, but that was back when the government came together and did things for people. Right. Remember? All right. <laughs> On this day in 1956, Arthur Miller. Artie to his friends. 
Actually, I don't think they called him. Art. Maybe they did. I Maybe they just called him Art. He seemed rather a formal guy. Hey, Art. Well, he was a dance instructor, right? Arthur Miller? No, you're thinking of um, Arthur Miller was a playwright. Ah, that's he was right. married to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, yeah he married Marilyn yeah. Monroe okay. on this day. Uh, you're thinking of uh, Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> no, wasn't there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Arthur something, School of Dance. Arthur Murray? Arthur Murray. That's yeah, what it was. yeah. yeah. He, he knew Arthur Miller. <laughs> No, Arthur Murray was called Artie. Yeah. All right. No, him for no, sure. Arthur. He was full-blown Arthur. And, yeah. Like Arthur <laughs> in the movie. And he married Bill <laughs> Monroe. I'm sure he was. <laughs> well, that was one of Marilyn's marriages, because didn't she marry Joe DiMaggio and yes. somebody else? Yeah. Well. Somebody like Farnsworth or something. <laughs> Farnsworth. Would she marry the butler? <laughs> Farnsworth. Farnsworth, get in here. I'm marrying you today. <laughs> oh, she married somebody else, didn't she? I, I Besides sure she uh, did. Uh, Arthur right, Murray. We'll get the team on that. Okay. Uh, Joe DiMaggio and somebody in between. I think she had a first husband who was uh, kind of a loser. Yeah, Marty Lockwood or something like that. <laughs> Marty, Lockwood. Marty Lockwood. Uh, Lockwood. Uh, James Dougherty. That's close. Yeah. <laughs> Lockwood was one of Lisa married, Marie married. Presley's husbands. Married uh, James when she was 16 years old. That was back when she was dancing at that... Strip club. A little club downtown. Working at the chicken shack. <laughs> Made more money at the strip club. I saw that. Well, you've invented this whole history for Marilyn. <laughs> There's a documentary about her. Oh. It's so, the way you're saying she really worked at the chicken shack? She worked at some chicken joint. In really? a small town, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, let's see. She well, was a small town you've, girl. You've really done your homework on Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. All right. Yeah. Kind of Very impressive. The first draft of the pilot episode for the original Star Trek sh was shown to NBC execs on this day in 1964. Yes. Who's going to get into this? And as a matter of fact, I think most execs turned it down. It was Desilu Studios, was Lucille Ball, Lucille Ball who Desilu. actually said, I think this this can have a go. And, I think this has legs. And green-lighted it. Yeah. And then, and then Ricky came in and said, Lucy! <laughs> so is, is that what he said? I'm sure he did. You have some splaining to do. Yeah. 2000 on this day, Eminem's mom... Made spaghetti? No. Oh. She went to court. Oh. Claiming defamation of character of Mrs. Eminem. $10 million civil suit... Taking exception to the line in My Name Is, the song by Eminem, right. which said, My mother smokes more dope than I do. Now, put aside the fact that that was true. But she didn't want people to know. <laughs> Zip it, Eminem. Did she win? I don't know. Did she win? I don't know. Well, she's got the spaghetti place now, right? Well, that's his place. But it was his mom's spaghetti. It was his mom's spaghetti, so which he I barfed up before he the rap battle. <laughs> that's your two cent history. Oh wow, right. that's uh, that's pretty deep. Quite historical. <laughs> oh, it got deep, all right. <laughs> I think we all learned a few things. I think we did. Marilyn Monroe, the highlight yeah. of the uh, history lesson, right. not to not to mention the frosted light bulb. Right. We had so all kinds of. Uh, let, me, let me have this for the archives. The handwritten, handwritten, handwritten history lesson. You don't see that anymore, do you? No. If I had your highlighter, I would have highlighted a few things on it. Oh. I, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Go well, on. it's a little late now. Okay. All right, that's it for uh, today. Coming up tomorrow, we're talking to the mermaid. <laughs>
No, that one isn't going to do you I any know, good. I know, it never does. Never works. Hey, Murphy's Family Auto. Of course, we just gave away a $50 gift certificate to Murphy's Family Auto. Of course, they're a supporter of Mike and John. Got it going on. You can schedule your appointment there at 517-552-3040. They're open Saturdays, 8 to 1. And if you say, uh, say Mike and John sent you, you save 5% off your bill. Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. It's murphysfamilyauto.com. So, Thanks to know. Murphy's. Thanks, Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. They're very nice people over there. Dennis and Glenn. Exactly. The whole gang. I'll take care of you. Yeah, they do. You're going to get the girls to take us uh, out of today's show today? Oh, they're, they're waiting to take us out, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Play them out, Johnny. <laughs> Hell yeah.